Welcome to the Serious Social podcast, created by the straight-talking social media experts at Immediate Future. To make a lasting impression on your audience, you need to invest your time in getting your tone, voice and copywriting correct. In this episode, Belle Lawrence takes us through all of the tips and tricks you'll need to define your brand personality on social media. Hello and welcome to Serious Social Live. I'm Belle Lawrence and today we are talking about brand voice, tone and copywriting. Um, And really this is going to help you get across your brand personality effectively on social media. So as ever, ask any questions in the comments. I'll be able to see them on my screen. Um, And today, today's session is going to cover four points. What do we mean by brand voice? What is the difference between voice and tone? how to figure out what your brand voice and tone should be on social media, and then some of the copywriting tips and tricks that you can use to start creating content using your brand personality. Okay, so first, brand voice. Think about your favourite comedian or maybe the newsreader that you prefer to watch. If I asked you, could you do an impression of them? Um, maybe not a perfect impression, but more than likely you'd be able to get some of the intonation and some of the things that they say and they do across so that I might recognise them. Think about the comedian. Do they maybe phrase everything as a question or do they have certain noises that they use throughout the routine? And then with the newsreader, have you noticed that their tone changes when they deliver bad news versus when they deliver positive news. Now, a lot of this is quite easy to recognise if you can hear them, and many of us can. So um, we, we kind of learn early on with emotional intelligence as humans, whether, let's say, our parent or teacher is calling our name because we've been good or because we've been bad. So um, we, can, we can kind of get to know how tone of voice works. Now try it with subtitles only. It's much harder to figure out what someone's trying to say until you start to see some of the keywords come through and you can figure out whether it's good news or bad news. Okay, so the same thing happens on social media. A lot of the time we've got sound off, we're not watching a video, we're reading a piece of text and then it can be quite difficult to get across your personality or what you're trying to say. And that's the reason that a lot of the time we have to use lots of um, exclamation points and we also use emojis now. Those are super helpful to get across the tone of voice that we're trying to convey to, to get someone to understand what we're trying to say to them. So like comedians, brands need to be recognised. And to do that, you have to have a consistent tone of voice. Now, if you're not consistent, then you're running the risk of switching your audience on and off. You're saying different things to them in different ways and they don't really know what's relevant to them, why they should be listening, um, why they should engage. And essentially, they kind of lose trust in the brand because they don't understand it. So you need to have a consistent tone of voice. And one of the other things that can happen quite a lot is when brands start to grow, either from new or, or they take a leap into the next next phase of their life, for example. Um, the person who's writing the text for social becomes the voice without really having done the due diligence to create the voice. And when that person moves on from the brand or maybe just starts to delegate to somebody else, 
it's really hard then to go back and retrospectively like explain how to be consistent in what you're writing and how you're writing it. So the review process and agreeing all those points for brand voice is a super important part of the marketing puzzle that I would really encourage you, um, particularly if you've maybe got some time between now and the new year to set in place in readiness for 2021. So brand voice builds um, consistency, recognition and trust. Now, what is the difference, though, between voice and tone? So the brand voice is really how you describe the brand in adjective form. So a brand could be lively, professional, bold or factual. And it kind of sets out the mission, the way that you want the brand to be perceived. So to create this, you can think about what is your brand's culture? Who are you as a group? What do you represent? What do you stand for? What do you believe in? You can also consider your community. This is more work because you'll need to go away and do some social listening. If you know who your audience are or you need to figure that out, go and find out what they're, what they're saying and how they're saying it, how, maybe how they feel about the brand or the industry um, as a wider topic. Then conversation is another thing you can look at. So we always say brands cannot be broadcasting on social media. It needs to be a two-way conversation. Um, so you need to figure out, if you're going to be social on social, why you are there. What is the point of your brand being on social? What are you contributing to the conversation? Because you need to be. Um, so they, those are some things that you can cover to figure out what your brand voice might be. Okay, so then what is tone? That's a subset of voice. And Tone can really change depending on the situation that you're in. Okay, so in social terms, what we're talking about, the situation would be the channel that you're on or the audience that you're talking to. So let's take an example. If you had to explain the process of a bread dough proving sort of scientific reasons behind it, how would you explain that to a group of adults versus a group of children? you would obviously need to change some of the language that you use and take out some of the scientific terms when you're talking to the kids and you'd probably change your tone of voice or your intonation when you're talking to the kids as well. So some of the things that you can think about when you're looking at tone would be the content type. Is it going to be long form? Are you writing a LinkedIn article or a blog post? Is it a 15 second story or a TikTok where you've really got such a short amount of time? Are you writing just a really short post or a really short tweet? Um, then who are you talking to and where are they? You need to consider the channel really closely here because you might find something like uh, on Twitter, your audience is 18 to 24. But when you look at the page followers that you've got on Facebook, that's more like the 25 to 45 parent category, for example. So you need to change what you're saying and how you're saying it to reflect the, uh, the demographic of the person that you're speaking to. Then um, what are you answering? What are you writing about? Are you answering a pain point that your audience has got? Are you offering them inspiration? Are you sending them something to cheer them up because it's Monday or whatever it happens to be? So some of these you'll find will just come naturally as you write. But of course, remember what I said earlier, brands who are going through growth will find it problematic if they haven't actually done this due diligence and put the work in to figure out like the time and effort to figure out all of this stuff. 
Um, and then it can be really challenging because the pressure is always on, especially in social media, to deliver, deliver, deliver. Okay, so it can seem really impossible then to go back and do all the work, but trust me, it's worth it. Obviously, one option is to engage an agency like IF, and really what we would do is guide you through, and our approach tends to be to workshop it because after all, you are the brand, you know your objectives and your goals and where you want to be. So really, our job is to tease that out. Um, and without giving away all of our secrets, um, the kind of things that you could think about doing is looking at, as I've mentioned, celebrities, comedians, newsreaders, musicians, whatever it happens to be, who would represent your brand. But beyond that, why? What kind of person are they? What's their background? What's their experience? What describes them? And then you can build on that with um, a brainstorm in the team. Think about every single adjective that you could use to describe the brand that you have. Um, all of the descriptive words, put them on post-its, throw them up on the wall, whatever you need to do, and then debate them. Figure out which ones are the most relevant to your brand. Distill it down and which ones really feel right. And a lot of the time when you have a brand, you, you do know this, you just kind of need to tease it out. You could also then describe your audience and the kind of conversations that they're having. So again, you need to go in advance of this brainstorm and do the social listening. Look at the research. Are they always complaining? Are they frustrated with the industry or the product, whatever it is? Um, are they looking for something? Is there like frequently asked questions, for example? So distill all of that, write it up, write some of the key points and then think about those. Then audit what you're already doing um, or what you have done in the past and also audit what your peer group might be doing and your competitors. This is tricky because you do have to be try and be objective and take a step back um, and look at it from the point of view of learning something. Um, but of course, you can figure out how have they been written? How do they make you feel? And how well do they chime with some of the adjectives that you've already used to describe the brand? Now, none of this is a quick job by any means. So um, particularly for brands who are newly established, you're going to find that it takes time to get to the bottom of what you really think and feel and believe and agree it all with the team. Um, so that was a lot about the how, but what about the what? I have got some copywriting tips and tricks uh, which might help. So I'm going to give you those. If we break it down, Writing for social media is just like a very, very, very short story. Okay, so um, we can structure our writing like this. We have the formats like carousels, stories and threads so that we can create a story. You can use the basic once upon a time, this happened and that happened. There was a disaster and we overcame it. And this is how we finished the product or whatever it happens to be. So you can use that format. But... Remember, social media attention is really precious and that's like an understatement. So if you can distill it, then you absolutely should. Um, first thing to remember, editing is your friend. You might not get it right first time. And it's all very well adding lots of descriptive words and adverbs, but you might not need them. So let's take an example. The exciting campaign exceeded expectations. Okay, but how about... The campaign exceeded expectations. It's actually stronger. You might not need the word exciting in there. Another thing to think is maybe using the present tense and an active voice uh, to kind of be less wordy. So sticking with my example, the campaign was loved by marketing director Amy. Or if you want to make it less wordy, you could go for marketing director Amy loved the campaign. 
It's shorter, it's more active, it gets straight to the point. Before you start writing, you need to think about what you're trying to get somebody to do. What is the action? What is the goal? So, for example, if you need them to respond to something, you might need to ask them a question. And I know that sounds simple, but see it all the time when you don't get a response and it's because you haven't asked a question directly. If you need them to share what you're talking about, you need to figure out a way to get them to share that. How helpful are you being? Who might it be useful for? Explain that in your in your post. If you need them to click through, then it's all about hooking them in without being clickbaity. OK, but if you know your audience, and you understand the pain points, then you should be able to come up with some ideas to tease them, to get them to uh, have enough interest to click through. You could think about getting emotional, drive a desire to learn, um, even a positive response by being hyper relatable. I mean, how often do we see retweets with people just going this like I agree? It happens all the time. So relatability is is massive. You could also play on the fear of missing out, maybe urgency and exclusivity when it comes to products or events, for example. Then you must must look at your hashtags, do some hashtag research for the channels that really need the hashtags. Um, you can't underestimate it. It really does help with organic reach. And then lastly, test and learn. That again, cannot underestimate it. Social is changing all the time. You can't be chasing algorithms, okay? But if you test and learn, you'll understand what your audience responds to, what they enjoy and what they like, and you can continually improve. It is an evolution, so you'll need to keep reviewing all of this stuff. You can also join us next Friday for more best practice and tips where Katie Howell will be sharing some info. Um, she's always got great insights. And in between that, if you want to catch up on our other series, Social episodes then you can find the videos on youtube and facebook and also as a podcast pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from so thanks so much for joining if you've got any other questions do get in touch and we will see you soon thanks very much if you're after more know-how to break the social boring subscribe now and check out the show notes for links to our website and social profiles